This episode of Trending Topics with BB is brought to you by Ringer. Are you thinking about starting your own podcast but need a way to interview guests long distance? Or do you have a need for a conference calling app but with, without the risk of software issues? Then Ringer is the app for you. After some careful research of all the apps out there on the market, Ringer became the clear favorite. Ringer can be used on your PC or Mac or smartphone through a convenient app. They have two inexpensive plans for you to choose from based on your needs and features to create studio-quality audio. My listeners can save up to 25% on a plan using ringer.com slash TT with BB. So what are you waiting for? Have the broadcast of your life with Ringer. And that's again for all my listeners, spelled R-I-N-G-R dot com slash TT with BB. Hello and welcome to another rousing edition of Trending Topics with BB. I am your humble host, Brooke Brown, hence the BB. Well, thank you again for tuning into this podcast, whether you're new, old, or somewhat in between in terms of following this podcast. I appreciate you. And along those lines, I want to remind you to log on to the website, which is trendingtopicswithbbpodcast.com. There you will find everything you need to be associated with this podcast, whether it be the merch link that's located under the news tab under We Have Merch, uh, the Where Can You Find This Podcast Throughout the Internet, if you do not prefer the main links on the homepage of Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and then SoundCloud and such, uh, you will find that as well as our social media links to Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Those are all located on the official website. And again, thank you for supporting this podcast by listening to it. And if you want to take your support a little bit further, like I said, uh, buy yourself uh, a piece of merch uh, part, a portion of the proceed, proceeds of those sales come back to help me keep this podcast going and that way I don't have any annoying ads or sponsors uh, I do have a couple sponsors for this podcast if you've been listening but I try to keep it uh, fun and free well um, to get to what this bonus episode is covering I want to talk a little bit to kind of go back to tie into the binge what episodes that I did about a month ago. Um, there's two episodes of suggestions of TV shows to binge. I, mission, I mentioned the TV show that I'm going to talk about because I went to my first fan convention for said TV show, and I'm talking about the TV show Lucifer. Now, this is how I got into Lucifer. I really... <laughs> To put it into perspective, I cut the cord of network TV four or five years ago. So I don't have cable, I don't have satellite. I've been using the internet to stream Netflix, Hulu, and Amazon Prime for about four years now. That being said, I did not know, I really didn't really pay attention to the lineup of TV shows on these networks, which in part, uh, I had no clue. So what happened was, in 2018, after the 2018 fall season, Fox decided to pull the plug and cancel Lucifer. Now, that caused a fan, worldwide fan outcry of rage, uh, and they created a petition as well as a social media outcry under the hashtag SaveLucifer to save the show. Uh, being that it was actually really popular throughout the world uh, and it wasn't just the fact that maybe it wasn't as popular on Fox but that also has to 
in my opinion, go with the fact that, yeah, most of us are cutting the cord. We don't watch network TV anymore. Times are changing. Everything is going to streaming. Thus, Fox, you know, TV runs on advertisements. And if you're not getting the ratings, blah, 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 blah. We've all heard that. So I was chit-chatting with my coworkers about five months ago. And they were like, you should watch Lucifer. It's now on Netflix. Uh, they're coming out with a season four. And I was had, was finishing binge-watching some other TV shows that I have mentioned on the Binge What's episodes. Uh, and I was like, sure. Why not? So one evening I came home from my day job, turned on a little bit of Netflix, and within the first 15 minutes of the pilot episode, granted the, the first three seasons are Fox, I was hooked to the show. From I mean, the, the magneticism of... The character Lucifer Morningstar, played by this ever-so-charming Tom Ellis, to just the writing, to the aesthetic, to the fact that the show incorporates a lot of music, because the, Lucifer, as a character, he owns a nightclub slash piano bar, and music is important to him, so then they actually put some budget into finding music in the show that kind of helped tell the stories and it's also kind of combined procedural drama in terms of uh, cop drama because it's the LAPD anyway you should watch the show um, excuse my notifications but anyway as I uh, fell in love with the show uh, the binge watching began I ended up watching all four seasons in six days so when I was not at work I was watching the show and fell in love with the show. Now, like, the storylines are amazing. The cast is diverse. They tackle issues. They also tackle... It, it's loosely based on the comic by Neil Gaiman. Um, and thus, the comic in Lucifer talks about the kind of, like, the biblical stuff in terms of, you know, hell, heaven, God, angels, demons. You get it. But that's not really what it's all about. It's 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 a, it's a story about redemption to the most irredeemable character, and then the stuff. And it's also a comedy. The show is hilarious. The 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 British quips that uh, Tom Ellis puts in because he they kept the character as a Brit um, was such a charm, along with the pop culture references. And everything just make this show so well-rounded. Uh, so, obviously, I became very emotionally invested in a show. Probably the most I've ever been in a, emotionally invested in a show. Probably in my life. And I've watched a lot of TV and a lot of content because I'm a pop culture junkie. And there's just something about this show that sets it apart from a lot of other TV shows out there. So I fell in love with it. Now, I decided to go to the convention. And that's purely because one night I was like... I'm gonna Google if there was a convention for uh, Lucifer, and lo and behold, it was the Salute to Lucifer convention, and it was in LA, where the show takes place, and considering I was, I live in a boarding state in Arizona, it's easy for me to travel to LA, uh, so I decided to go. Now, I have friends here that are also fans of the show, fell in love with it when I fell in love with it, as well as, as, well as the co-workers, uh, but none of them can make the trip out to the convention with me. So, like I have done in the past, I attend events by myself, knowing 
really well that I will just end up meeting people and with the internet nowadays if you find out people are going to a convention you can be like hey we'll meet up and then say la vie if that's what that phrase means anywho so everything was planned out saved some money even though it kind of was coming before some other things in my life but I made it happen now I drove as opposed to fly thinking it was going to save money that's my own thing neither here or there but I get there, meet up with, immediately the minute I get to the hotels, uh, the hotel where this convention is happening, which is at the Hyatt and Regency in LAX, you run into Lucy fans because everybody's reading t-shirts, uh, it was pre-registration time, so we're registering, uh, we wanted to make our pre-registration so we wouldn't have to be rushing the next morning when the convention started, and then running in and meeting other fans. Um, as well as, you know, fans I wanted to meet up with anyway. Uh, and you know who you are out there if you're listening to this podcast. I love you all. Um, but really, it was great. Um, <laughs> I, being that I drove my car, we, we took a gander that night after registration over to Hollywood to kind of see a sight and sound that occurred in the pilot of the show, as well as just to kind of see the sights of Hollywood Boulevard, this, the Walk of Fame. Had a little good sightseeing evening, being that um, some people had never traveled to LA before, so I wanted to kind of be the hostess with the mostes for some reason, being that I've been to LA so many times. And uh, it was a blasty blast. Now, Let's fast forward to the convention the next couple of days. It was only a two-day convention. The next day, uh, was full of panels and autographs and photo ops, if you choose to. And for me, I'm a sucker for, I love Q&A panels. And it kind of makes sense considering I have this podcast and I interview people. I just love getting the inside baseball of things, hearing people's thoughts on certain subjects maybe hearing um, all kinds of stuff. Uh, I'm a nerd like that and love that people record stuff from other cons and put it on YouTube prior to this convention, so I was excited. Um, And the cast as well as has so much great chemistry in the show, which makes the show great. You can generally tell that they're all really great friends and it translates in the chemistry of the show. We could see it during the convention because in between panels, like the first panel, Amy Garcia, who plays Ella Lopez, was Delight, and then it was crashed by Lizanne Brand, who plays Maze, or Mazikeen, and then her panel was amazing. And then uh, later that afternoon, after some autographs and other stuff, uh, D.B. Woodside, who plays Amenadiel, his panel was a delight. Um, and it's just, and then that it, later on that evening, after all of the autographs and all the other stuff of the day, there was a karaoke party, which was fantastic. Um, people got randomly selected after we all kind of who wanted to try our hand at karaoke submitted what we want to do. We get selected, and then, um, oh, I didn't forgot to mention Inbar, who played Eve in season four. Spoiler alert. Uh, 
she took the place of Rachel Harris, who plays Dr. Linda on the show. She couldn't make it for personal reasons. Uh, it was a delight. It was her first convention. And uh, so she ended up uh, joining... I mean, the, all of them were supposed to be like the backup singers of the karaoke party. Uh, but Amy was still taking her time with autographs, which is amazing for fans. And in that time, D.B., Leslie, and and Inbar all participated in the karaoke party, and it was fantastic. And if you know what I'm talking about, there are videos up there, but I would love seeing newly found friends get picked to do karaoke. That was fantastic. Two friends. Um, and before we even... I should mention, in between the time when there was somewhat downtime when you weren't scheduled to be someplace at the convention, everybody kind of just reconvene downstairs at the bar slash restaurant slash marketplace and just we're meeting people hanging out having a drink getting some food and i met some wonderful people this way and you know who you are um i I loved meeting you all um and then later that night after the karaoke party we all reconvened in the same spot and just hung out and talked and got each other's info and just had a little merriment for the next day, which is the day that brought uh, the man himself, Tom Ellis, uh, Kevin Alejandro, and Trisha Helfer. All of their panels were amazing. Um, Lucky to the gold people, the people that um, got the tickets that were gold. Uh, You bought those tickets first, you know. You got your own special gold panel with them, but then uh, uh, they had their other panels. Chester's was great. And then in the afternoon, Kevin leading into Tom because Tom crashed his his panel. And it was just fantastic. And I say this because to the lovely fans that uh, didn't uh, follow the rules and recorded all these panels, thank you because we can relive them over and over on YouTube until they get taken down. But I don't think they'll be taken down. Um, it was just great memories all around. And it was just hanging out and meeting fans and if you've noticed I have been in previous fandoms that really turned into a cult you can go back and listen to that episode about uh, the modern day cult Uh, but I really enjoyed meeting and hanging out with you fans because it was just an all around positive weekend we were all there to have a good time and meet each other and enjoy the fact that we all love the show so much and I really just wanted to kind of give a little recap I will be actually um, inviting some of my newfound Lucy fan friends onto this podcast to chat a little bit more in depth about maybe the show episodes it might be a little bit of spoilers if you have not watched it by now even though it's been the one of the most binged things on Netflix this year uh, but uh, there will be more featuring uh, this wonderful episode. And I want to make a shout-out. There is already a podcast. uh, It's called the Team Lucifer Podcast. And these wonderful ladies have been doing great episodes of recapping episodes and theories. And uh, I wanted to just make a quick shout-out. Maybe uh, I will end up on their podcast. They'll end up on this one. We'll see in the future. But I just wanted to get some thoughts out and, and just thank everybody for being amazing. Um, shout out to Creation Entertainment for putting on the 
LucyCon, and hopefully we'll get one in 2020. Hint, hint. We're all waiting to buy our tickets now. Um, and I just, it's been probably a week too long. Um, I wanted to make this episode faster, but life got in the way. Uh, but I want to just make a shout out to everybody. Uh, it was one of the best weekends I've probably had in my life. Um, and I'm looking forward to maybe chatting a little bit more in depth about Lucifer with some friends in the future, like I just mentioned. And thank you once again for tuning in to Trending Topics with BB. I appreciate it. And uh, spread the word about this podcast if you enjoy it. Um, and I will see you on the next episode. We'll really talk to you on the next episode. Goodbye.